What up, what up, what up? <laughs> Welcome back to the pod. No, we gotta we gotta roll back. Never mind. Let's take it back. Welcome back, writers. <laughs> that was like the best intro we had. It is. I mean, it's a classic. You can't can't go wrong with it. Except I should have it a little closer. Welcome to Cedar Point. We are about to get on the dragster. 30 seconds total, five-hour wait for the most thrill of a lifetime. Hold on, gals and guys to everything. Welcome back, riders. And then three, two, one. Ah! <laughs> hey, it's Bree. What up? It's Wit, and it is time, time to, to come, come vibe with us. us. never fails because the dragster i could never get back on i'm sorry no my back i have arthritis okay it's personally i think it's a great ride it's not worth waiting for three hours for though when i said it's 30 seconds it's actually probably less than 30 seconds like you're going from what like zero to like 120 in like 10 seconds or something um, the top thrill dragster ride. <sighs> That's not what I'm asking. It's telling me it's 2,800 feet long. <laughs> How fast is it? How fast is it, Mr. Google? It's wow. way less than we thought. <laughs> really? 17 seconds. 17. That's it exactly i know like what is the point i mean it's a cool ride don't get me wrong i would go on it if i didn't have to wait but it's not worth waiting three hours for i've done it before it's so stupid i mean it's literally 17 seconds like it's 17 seconds it's 2800 feet long and it goes up to 120 miles per hour which i mean is technically like a drag strip car I mean, yeah, but, but like, I could just get in my dad's car and do the same thing. <laughs> you know what though? I literally, I remember the first time I rode that ride and it was with the youth group, right? And we went and everyone's like super excited. Cause this was like the first year that it came out. So I wore a bandana the guy's like you gotta take off your bandana he was like do you have a hair tie I was like no because I was just wearing like the bandana and my hair down and he was like "Ooh, good luck girl and then literally yeah. was like the button took off mm-hmm. my fro was like out to yeah. here I was like, yeah it's insane and I think I was- that's the first time I wrote it too was with my youth group because we used to go every summer or whatever mm-hmm. but the ride that was right before me it came back down because it didn't make it up the hill and that I was, was like hard. Jordan you're really gonna make me get on this <laughs> like oh uh, what if we get stuck up there right. I, I would have a full-on panic attack there's no way that I would be chill about it at all no no no, no. they'd be like who's been screaming for the last 30 minutes <laughs> me me at the top of my lungs so I could at least pass out that would be me thank you very much it is I all right, let's get into it, homie. Let's okay. do it. Um, 
in case you haven't noticed, a lot of, uh, I want to say, like, body positivity has been going around the universe. Around oh, yes. the, uh, what do you call it, the social media realms. Um, and so that's what we decided to talk about today. And we didn't do this last episode. We said we were going to start doing this every episode, which is just the dirt of the week. And we didn't do it last time. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I prefer the shit of the week. Dirt, shit, it's the same thing. Whatever. Uh, the dirt's like, oh, what's the tea? Spill the tea. The it is tea. I thought it was like us complaining about our week. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. thought it was. Brie doesn't even know what's going on right now. I don't. I apologize, people. Um, it's not my fault. We are our own producers, and we're not on the same <laughs> My bad, peeps. My bad. But you know what? I'm always down for some tea. So what's that piping hot tea? All right. So because today we're kind of talking about some body images, we got to talk about the Matt Gala. It's like one of the most exclusive events of the year. It's insane. I don't even know what it is. Me and Chelsea were talking about this yesterday at work. Like, what even is the Matt Gala? What do you do? Fundraiser. It's a fundraiser for what? No idea. I just know Anna Wintour, Miss Anna Wintour, the editor-in-chief for Vogue for the last, I don't know, 50 damn years, uh, they put on this event for whatever the big charity is. Now, all of the tables, like you have to pay to get in. Like the tickets are like, I don't know, like oh, 30 pay to get in? Yeah, it's like oh, Well, I guess it's a charity event. So your ticket is like going towards charity? Okay. Yes. Your ticket, the so basically like all the celebs and stuff that get invited don't have to pay. But like, uh, like YouTube and TikTok and like, all of those kind of people, they already buy the tables, which are priced at, I want to say, well over $100,000, like if you buy a whole table. So anybody that they invite gets to sit at the table, whatever, whatever. But I don't even know what the hell even goes on inside. Like, as people are- That's people what we were wondering. Like, eating? is there a dinner? Do, are people just like walking around? It's well, a- I know there's food. I do know that there's food. At the Museum of Art in New York City. Yes. The minute. So I wonder if, like, do you just walk around and look at art? Like, I don't understand. And there's a theme every year, which we decided that this is basically the real version of the Hunger Games. Oh, a thousand billion million percent. It is the capital showing off whatever, right? Right. It's what it is. Everybody's showing off what they're wearing. So anyways, now that we know what the Met Gala actually is, um, let's talk about, (laughs) we kind of know what it is. We know a little bit more about it than I did before I started talking about it. So I call that a success. Um, let's talk about Kim Kardashian's dress first, because that girl it was an old Marilyn Monroe dress, which is super cool, but here's my butt, no pun intended. It literally did not fit over her ass. So there's lots of things. There's lots of things that I feel about this. On the positive side, it is iconic. Okay. It's an iconic dress, and it was super cool. Like great concept. 
Yeah, the fact that she wore Marilyn Monroe's dress where she's saying, happy birthday. <laughs> and, like, it's an iconic dress. But, but, these are, these are the qualms that I have. And since this is body positivity, let's get into it. The fact that she lost 16 pounds in three weeks. In three weeks. That dress, but still was only she only wore that dress for red carpet pictures she literally immediately when she got to the top of the steps changed into a replica dress i would imagine she had to though because of historical purposes because that dress was on display like there's no way they're gonna let her walk around where people are carrying drinks and food and anything spilled on it no 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 because it was at ripley's believe it or not in like florida or something and they literally flew it out to her with like eight different security guards everyone is wearing gloves and there's no type of alterations right but a fun fact and i didn't know this so don't know if anybody else did but that dress was literally hand stitched onto marilyn monroe's body she stood there butt ass naked and she told her designer, I want you to make the most iconic, glamorous dress you can. That I is mean, literally only for me. Only for her. It ain't only for you anymore, Marilyn. But that's like one of the issues that a lot of these historians are having. Because they're like, they were like, this is supposed to be a Marilyn Monroe's dress only. Right. And not... This is, this is hard to not sound negative. I'm not a huge fan of the Kardashians in general, but I feel like a lot of like the older population especially does not like them. Oh, so wow. like you are coming in and having one of like the most, I don't want to say hated, but like disliked by older people wearing this yeah. iconic historical dress. Anyways, I just wanted to show a picture of her butt. Oh, I know because she literally had to wear that fur the entire time until yes. she switched into the other dress that was made for her. Me yep. personally, I would have loved if she just had a dress that was inspired by it. Right. Like, exactly. or just do a flat out replica, bitch, like, and just say that it is because I think that it did take away from the history of it because now it's what Marilyn Monroe and Kim K's dress. Like, no, exactly. It, no, I'm, I'm, I agree with you. But on the same note, I wanted to discuss, you know, the whole fact of losing 16 pounds in three weeks to fit in a dress, which isn't unheard of, especially in celebrity realms. That just goes to show like such like the um, like the culture that is being influenced onto us regular citizens who are not celebrities like they're making it seem like, oh, you could definitely lose 16 pounds in three weeks if you do this, 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 and this. Okay, but then I'm just going to gain it all back. So here's the thing. This is this is something that it took me a very, very long time to actually come to terms with. Anybody out there, you will never be at the same caliber of these celebrities because they have private chefs nannies um they have personal trainers that that's literally their job 
right? Like let's the Kardashian also, job. It's just also throw in the fact that they have plastic surgeons. <laughs> like they literally don't even look like them actual selves from Botox, makeup artists, hairstylists. I mean, when you're paying the best of the best, yeah, maybe you're gonna get the best of the best. I right. mean. Yeah. Can I deny and say that they don't look good? Like, yeah, they look good. But how much is that is actually because it is their own hard work and dedication and not Botox or surgeries or God knows what else. Exactly. Exactly. I also think that Billie Eilish looked really great at the Met Gala. I think her dress was gorgeous. It was giving me Bridgerton vibes. I loved it. And I'm just a huge fan of her in general. But it always makes me sad because when she's wearing clothes that are fitting to her form, people always want to comment on it. And I think that's why she always wears baggier clothes is because she doesn't get those types of comments because she always wants, like, she wants to be known for her music and what she's putting out into the world and not just by what she looks like. A hundred percent. And like, for me, I don't give a rat's ass what anybody wears. Okay. Like it's not about the clothes that you wear because I hate when society specifically men try to villainize women for wearing clothes. Like it's, it's clothes. If you got, if you got Tago babies, guess what? They're showing even in a turtleneck, you might not see cleavage, but they're there. Like right. I'm sorry. You exist. She exists as a woman. Sorry that she has big old boobies and like a tight like body. Like good for her first and foremost. Exactly. She looks like why is it an issue? Like, why do we have to villainize? We're villainizing women for the bodies that they have, but then also praising women for the bodies that they have. So it's very confusing. Like, pick very one confusing. side, peeps please very confusing well I think we also go back to like the whole aspect of where celebrity culture was 20 years ago in the early 2000s when body image was so toxic like you had to be a size zero you had to wear your jeans super low like if you weren't a size zero blonde skinny female white skinny female like you just you weren't known and this is no hate towards Paris because actually love you girl I know um, right like unless if you literally looked like Paris Hilton you were getting called fat whale I mean I got called a whale I don't know <laughs> Paris Hilton Britney Spears <clears throat> you know any of those types of people like even Christina Aguilera god mm. forbid she gains 20 pounds everybody commented on it all the time her body was always a topic of discussion and uh jessica simpson when just she was a four people she was a size four in because originally she was like a zero or whatever when jessica simpson was like really up there and then after when she got a divorce from nick lachey and then like time went on there was pictures of her that the tabloids were posting. They were like, oh my God, she's gained so much weight. She literally went from a zero to a four people. And Ooh. four, right. that's single digits. Okay. Yes. I've never been in a single digit un- unless if I was a single digit in age. Okay. <laughs> uh, your girl's always been plus size. So I don't really even know what it feels like to be in a four, maybe when I was four, but I don't know. And the fact that that is like 
something that I remember feeling so awful about the fact that I was a size 12 and everybody else was like a four or a three or a two or a one or my fan favorite, the double zero. Like I felt like shit. I really did. I know. And like, we're kind of going through that right now with my niece Faith because she's almost 13. Yeah. Or she is awful people. Middle school is awful. Yeah, she just turned 13, so she's going through the whole puberty thing, and she's now sat, shop, like, remember when it was such a big deal for us to shop in the junior section versus, like, the kids section? Yes, so she's shopping in that section now, and of course she didn't go, she went from a 12, 14 in girls to, like, a size 4, 6 in women's juniors, whatever you want to call it, and I'm like, and I'm just like, can you imagine when we were her age, we were literally told you had to be a size zero multiple times, multiple times. I actually just watched the, um, the documentary about Amber Crombie. Did you watch oh that? Oh my God, dude. I mean, it was everything that I already felt and knew. Right. And it was they just, just like, like put it out there put it out there it showed the perspective from people who work there what was the dude the dude that was hired for diversity freaking killed me I'm like he knew he was a token he knew he was a token still did it didn't care and then when he he's in this interview like he's still denying things for them he's like I don't want to comment on that I don't want to comment he's like you already know how I feel I don't want to comment (laughs) And you know what's wild about that? Like, first and foremost, get your bag, okay? I am a firm believer, get your bag in whatever way you got to, because these streets are difficult. But at the end of the day, diversity and inclusion has to be taken seriously. And the fact that he, I uh, am assuming that he never really actually took that shit seriously because they... I think it was what 2019 when they actually did like the overhaul where they started putting like actual plus size clothing. Yeah. That's what I told Zach. I'm like, they just now started including sizes that I could fit in. They just started including sizes past a 12. And quite honestly, when we were younger, it did not go to a 12. No, no. I, so do you remember my friend, Jessica? my next door neighbor, Jessica, she was my friend when we were like in elementary school. But like, I think when I met you, we were kind of like drifting apart because in middle school, she kind of like hung out with different crowd or whatever. Anyways, she was always tall, skinny, could shop at Amber Crombie, could shop at Hollister for one, because her mom would pay for it. My mom would never, but for two, like she could fit into those clothes. And I remember I would go like back to school shopping with her to Hollister, to Abercrombie, to PacSun. I mean, I would shop at PacSun, but like she was always a size small. I was always a size large. Like in Abercrombie couldn't fit into anything. Never. She's like, why aren't you trying things on? I'm like, because I'm a fat bitch. I'm like, these big old wings ain't fitting in that Abercrombie and Fitch shirt, baby. <laughs> Literally though, like it felt so dehumanizing like it really did and it's such an awkward thing at that age all your friends are wearing it and they ask you why you can't for one I can't afford it but two I literally cannot fit into those clothes 
it was it was so hard okay we met in middle school okay so and it's not uh it's not a shock to anybody i have a lot of white friends i do have black friends though i i do i know people don't believe me but i do but you know i grew up around i grew up around a lot of white people okay and I remember it was Yumi and Mo and whatever summer it was, right? I don't know if it was the first summer, second summer, whatever. And, you know, Morgan always had the outfit. She always had the outfit. She had the shoes. Like Morgan was always dressed to the nine because she is a fashion queen. We love her. And I just remember like thinking to myself, because we'd always go to the outlets and we would go into like American Eagle and then we'd go, well, they didn't have Hot Topic back when we were doing it, but like it was all of those kind of stores, right? Old Navy, whatever. And I'm not, I mean, I'm definitely a big bitch now, but back in the day, I wasn't fitting any of those. So I remember us going in there and me being like, first of all, I'm broke. And second of all, I didn't even do any of this. Like even fitting into Abercrombie, or not Abercrombie, American Eagle jeans was huge for me. And I was a 14 and that was the biggest size that they carried. And they barely carried it in the store. So you had to buy it online. I will say American Eagle has always been more body inclusive than any other store. I mean, they went to a fucking 14, but it was just in store. They're kind of like the whole, like even today, Victoria's Secret does not carry over a size large, extra large in their store. And they only go up to a 2X online. But then I remember I always wore American Eagle jeans because they had short. (laughs) Yeah. And I short. (laughs) I wasn't necessarily like, plus size growing up but I wasn't always like the skinniest either I was only able to fit into things because I was active and I'm not anymore <laughs> sorry but no I mean the whole like Amber Crombie and Fitch thing in that it, I think it's called what was it called white hot or whatever it's called uh, whatever it's a documentary on Netflix people anywho that documentary that one scene where they're talking about like how Amber Crombie and Fitch was like the shit like everyone wanted to be it that was the american way right and the the verbiage that they used to describe white hot hot, the rise and fall of amber crummy and fitch okay it's like i had to figure it out so it's like it's so crazy to me because when i watched it i i started remembering all of the outfits oh yeah of uh, Amber Crombie and Fitch leggings or yoga pants because that was the thing back that I got in senior year that a friend of mine bought for me and when I say I wore those bitches every single day and I could barely fit them they were only a large they were only a large and I barely this, fit them but I wanted to because everybody else this is what I wanted so bad uh, I had the knockoff so bad growing up yes I wanted an Abercrombie hoodie that was fur-lined, which was like $190. Like it was like a $200 hoodie. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. So like at the end of Abercrombie, here's what I'm thinking in my mind. Mm. Why was it so important that people fought for inclusivity? Is that even a word? To be yeah. included in this brand and here's why i say that why not just let them freaking fall for being stupid and only wanting white skinny people why does it matter like why were people so against 
like so wanting this brand to succeed as being inclusive why not just let it fall why not let it take its heat on its own and die on out I think it was because of more of like the legacy of the brand they didn't want it to fall with like bad juju or whatever which like don't get me wrong I see a bunch of plus size queens out here trying on doing Abercrombie and Fitch I want to buy a pair just to see if I could fit like there's still a part of me that's like there's no way (laughs) yeah because we have we have PTSD okay anybody that grew up in the you know early 2000s not born in the early 2000s, grew up in the early 2000s, thank you. Um, Anybody that grew up in the early 2000s, like, tell us, do you still buy Abercrombie and Fitch or have you never bought it? Because first of all, the price point, I'm gonna go to Shein, okay? I'm gonna go to fashion. I'm still- funny though is I was thinking about the price point of it because- um obviously we're watching that documentary and whatnot but I was always such a snob to my mom about American Eagle jeans and how those are the only jeans that I wanted it's the only jeans that I could fit into and now I'm looking back at it and I told my mom this before too I'm like damn I was a spoiled brat I was like mom you really went out there and got credit cards for me to buy these clothes like why did you just tell me to go to goodwill and she's like i did and you were a brat about it <laughs> like man i would never to this day spend that much money on clothes <laughs> like hell no. no not on one pair of jeans are you kidding no. are you joking me no not at all um Speaking of clothing lines, while we're on the topic of discussion, can we just talk about how outrageous, not only the prices, but the designing of plus size fashion clothes? I'm just going to say it, torrid. Like, <laughs> if I see the same fucking outfit from Torrid as the new collection for the season, I'm going to scream because we get the same skater skirt, skater dress, the cold shoulder, and the stupid skull. I remember when I found out about Torrid was actually when I started dating Zach because Zach's sister would wear Torrid a lot. Mm-hmm. And she told me it was kind of like the plus size version of like Hot Topic meets Pac Sun type of ordeal. Like it's very... Yeah punk rock skatery type of ordeal and I was like sweet because that's kind of my style you know like I dig it that's fun like band tees and things like that and I'm like you know this place has got the same damn floral design on every one of their mother effing t-shirts and then they've got so many hold on a second is this a torrid shirt it is it is a torrid shirt I was with you when you bought it but here's the thing like you I I started wearing torrid too because I was a Lane Bryant bitch like any any of the real ones know your mom shopped at Lane Bryant or she shopped (laughs) yeah she shopped at Lane Bryant or fashion bug okay because fashion bug oh my god yes dots Ooh, dots you remember dots Oh uh, anyway. yeah, my aunt Crystal used to manage the dot stores exactly. in Mid Michigan, and then exactly. she was like, 
she would like travel and open up these stores across the country she was the shit man it was cool crystal was the shit and still i mean she still is (laughs) shout out out aunt crystal but (laughs) but literally though like that was there wasn't a lot of options for plus size people so then it's like so then you get Torrid, and Torrid's looking like way more hip, way more new than like Lane Bryant or Fashion Bugger Dots. Well, Fashion Bugger Dots didn't exist at that point. So it's like, yeah, like you're new and you're about it. But now that we have so many more like companies that are being founded and created where it's like plus size fashion, that's actual fashion, just in big, bigger sizes. Like it, she- Right. And like, okay, yes, it is fast fashion. And I know a lot of people feel some type of way about it. But at the end of the day, as a big bitch, like I am, I got to get it where I can. Because I was also broke. Like, that's the thing that I cannot stand about toward the most is how expensive they are. Like the whole reason I even bought like a t-shirt like this, or like, I really love their bras that don't have the wires in them. They're very comfortable. Hell yeah. yeah. But like, I would never pay full price for any of that stuff. Like mm. I just, I can't. Plus I like Marisa's so. Yes, you are a Marisa's queen. I <laughs> am a Shein, um, but quite honestly, I'll wear Meyer clothes. I don't care. Oh, hell yeah. I just got a new like lacy cover-up thingy from Walmart today. I'm like, let's go. Get it, girl. You see that, right? Um, yeah, for some reason it's only telling me I have 10 minutes left. Weird. Well, if this cuts off, sorry, kids. Um, <laughs> I but... don't mind saying that. We can, I mean, we can wrap it up in 10 minutes. It's fine. But we'll try to wrap it up. Let's oh, real quick, we're gonna be like bam, bam, bam. Oh uh, fire! Yes, for real though. Plus size fashion now, I think has, I think it's come a long way, you know, like Torrid can be, Torrid can be great at times, but I don't shop there on the regular. It's too expensive. We've got things like Sheen now, like Lizzo just dropped her Yiddy line, which is incredible. My sister-in-law bought a bunch of stuff from there and says it's super comfortable, very fitting. It's flattering. And I'm super excited about it. Like I really want to get an outfit from there, but you know it just feels it feels good to finally have more options because it's I think that's like something that always gets confused with like the body positivity movement and I've heard this a lot I've seen it a lot where it's like smaller women are like yeah but it's supposed to be like all bodies like you guys are hating on like skinny bodies and I'm like I totally I get it from the perspective but personally I've never been made fun of because I was too skinny I've always been made fun of for me because I was too fat. I was too chunky. I was too, too much of whatever. So now that it's, it feels like society's being more inclusive, which I mean, let's be real. It's not a hundred percent, but it's getting better and it feels good. It feels good to like, be like, oh yeah, like I could figure out an outfit or like, okay, my back rolls are showing other girls back rows are showing so I'm gonna do it or I'm gonna wear a two-piece like okay who cares do it yeah I just bought a two-piece last summer for the first time in a very long time and it's not like a string line bikini I mean the bottoms still come up like there's not a ton yeah. of skin showing in the middle but 
I don't know. I felt like that really took a lot for me to do that. Because I've not worn a two-piece probably since I was a sophomore in high school. I was going to say, I remember when you got it. Because I was just like, yes, bitch. Like, you finally got it. Because I've been wearing, like, the the high-waisted, like, bra type of swimsuit for a while. But it was just so, it was just so disheartening, right? And now I love the women, like, on TikTok or on Reels or whatever. And they're wearing the string bikinis. They're showing that cellulite. They're showing that thigh fat. Like, get it. I relate so much to Michaela from TikTok. She's the makeup girl, yes. you know, because she gained Michaela a lot of weight. It. Yeah, exactly. She gained a lot of weight in a short amount of time. And that's exactly what happened to me. I mean, I gained like 60 or 70 pounds within a year and a half. And she had the same exact thing happen. And so it's just like trying to get used to your new body. It's not so much that you hate it. It's just trying to get used to it. I mean, I think I relate to her on such a great level with that because she's going through the same exact things we do. And I don't know if she's ever been like diagnosed with PCOS or anything, but like, no, she has an eating disorder. That's what it was. Okay. She had had an eating disorder and she's very vocal about it on her um, TikTok. And that was something that was like, her uh I just saw it recently she started getting rid of a lot of her clothes from when she was thinner because she was like oh I was holding on to it telling myself Mm -hmm. I'm gonna lose the weight I'm gonna lose the weight and she was like but as the bigger I got the smaller these clothes started feeling and made me feel worse about myself that's exactly what it is and that's something I do do the same thing like I still have things in my closet that don't fit me Like, Mm -hmm. why do I even keep holding on to them? I'm going to put it on and get mad at myself because I don't fit into it anymore. And then my whole day is ruined. And I'm like, God, you're such a freaking badass. Why do you do this? (laughs) You fat, fat, fatty. I can't believe you even (laughs) tried to put this on. But no, literally though, like that, that is like, I have the, uh, I forget what they call it but I have like the opposite body dysmorphia. Like yes. there's a lot of people that feel you very think you're thinner than what you are. I, yes, I do believe that I am thinner than what I am because when I look in the mirror, I'm like, damn, she's fine as fuck. Like she is giving everything she is giving. She is serving. She is everything. <laughs> and then all of a sudden somebody will tag me in a picture and I'm like, <laughs> who the fuck is that fat ass? Like it really, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. But the, the older I have gotten and the more that I've realized, I don't give a rat's ass what that tag says on my pants, on my clothes, because let's be honest, I could literally wear a one or two X at one store and then wear a five X at another. Nice. I could be a size 16 at one place and then a 22 at another. Mm-hmm. Every There is no standard, like an average standard of sizing for women in America. So wear whatever the hell you want. You know what's crazy? Going back to my sister-in-law again, she started getting pants from Forever 21. She ordered the same size, same size, same pants, all different, all different. She sent us a picture and laid them all on top of each other. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? This is what is wrong with women's fashion. Like, it's like everyone hates hates themselves. And like social media doesn't make it any fucking better no. because 
everybody is on social media and they're a baddie and they're like showing ass and they're getting bbls which like i'm not saying that any of that is a bad thing because it's not like it is your body do whatever the hell makes you happy comfortable yes but it makes you like compare yourself to them heavily heavily and when you if that's the only thing that you're doing when you go on social media please block them mute them unfollow them whatever you got to do to get that off because it's not going to help you mentally at all no there was a in 2020 i was on a pretty good health kick for a while um i lost like 30 pounds which was cool but i like just recently had to start unfollowing all those people on instagram because i'm like this is so toxic for me like i'm not in a place right now where i can do that and i just need to skirt so yeah because it's not as simple as oh just get on a diet and lose weight like both of us have pcos and anybody that has pcos knows that it's not as simple as oh just go into a calorie deficit and work out five days a week like that's not it's not it's not not simple what do you want (laughs) i want it all but it's like But literally though, it's so frustrating because, and that was something I had to tell myself, like, okay, you cannot keep getting frustrated because of things that you cannot change overnight. Right. Like you can't. No, you can't. Right. You have to learn to love yourself in the process is something that took me a long time to realize, like same. keep working out and who cares if you don't lose weight that week? You know what I mean? Just keep doing it for you. Keep it healthy for you. Like, do what you want to do and don't worry about the number on the scale. Be healthy for you in whatever capacity that makes you feel healthy. Right. Because to be healthy is not having a flat stomach. Because I hate hate to bring it to you, newsflash, I know plenty of unhealthy people that are a size two or below. And all they do is drink and smoke and then maybe eat a couple of pieces of whatever. So, <laughs> not even celery like they're like oh yeah I had four Ritz crackers today like okay sis go off I had 14 tacos try me again <laughs> like if I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it big but it's like hey. you know, I think you should just mind your own damn business <laughs> that's all I'm saying mind your own business way wrong don't, don't care what other people say or feel do you Yes, exactly. I 100% agree. We only have a minute left because for whatever reason, it's telling me that I can't do this for longer than 40 minutes. I don't know why. I got to look into it, but we don't want to redo this episode. We're just giving authenticity here. Authenticity. Just off the cuff, off off whatever vibe that we're vibing with. Yes. Vibe with us. We said the title. Hey, thanks for vibing with us. Find us on the gram, Facebook, and TikTok. Check out our website and ask questions for the next episode.